0: Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech.
1: Hey guys, John here. Hey, just sit back, relax, get yourself a cold one. And by the way, I actually have Motor City Nerds here with me and it's a pleasure to actually have her on. We've been wanting to do this for a while now, so it's awesome just to be able to collab with her. So this is going to be our revisiting of Batman and Robin, so without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hello, movie lovers. And like I said, I have Motor City Nerds here with me. Say so hello
0: to everybody. Hi, I'm Abby from Motor City Nerds. I uh, I run a channel where I talk about all types of stuff. And uh, I normally, I try to keep it in order, but sometimes it doesn't go that way. I've been super excited to do this. I've been super excited to talk about Batman and Robin because I'm not going to lie. I don't, I don't hate this movie. I really don't, but I'm really grateful That you're having me on, and I really appreciate it. And I'm really excited to do this. I cover all types of stuff over on my channel. I'm still getting a feel for what to cover on my channel because I feel like people like other things more than the stuff that I originally thought they would like. But whatever, we're here to talk about Batman and Robin today. So thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome.
1: Anytime, I'm glad to have you on it. Like I said before, it's awesome to be able to collaborate with you. And this is actually our Batman and Robin review. And this actually had a budget of $160 million and it made $238.2 million at the box office, which is also, uh, if you think about it, it is kind of a successful movie, despite the fact that it had a $160 million budget, but then you take yeah. a third of that away, and the rest goes over to the box office, and that's how much it actually made. So it kind of broke even, but at the same time, this was also the downfall of the comic book genre, but I'll get into that in a few Um, But anyways, like I said, I definitely have to say this, despite the fact that George Clooney is in this movie and this is more of your 1960s Batman and Robin, this is not the whole entire deal where we had Michael Keaton, which I really loved. He's always going to be my favorite Batman and everything, too. But when you look at it, though, as a whole, George Clooney is probably maybe the most Bruce Wayne that we had that looked like Bruce Wayne in the 90s, especially with him being a bachelor.
0: Oh, a hundred percent. I agree. I, I really, I rewatched this twice and then I I really did try to take off the nostalgia glasses, but each time I watched it, I was like, George Clooney's great as Bruce Wayne. He's a great Bruce Wayne. And I, and I really do enjoy him in that. And I, and I think that him and Chris O'Donnell genuinely have chemistry that is good and just naturally good. And I, I do, I really, I think George Clooney's great as, as a Bruce Wayne where, I mean, Michael Keaton is the best, but George Clooney is, is, he's doing a good job and it just, it's what it is around him going on <laughs> that made it suffer. And it just, I mean, I, I, I can see where this made things have a downfall. I can definitely see where that took place. Right. But- and I'll be
1: honest with you. This is my least favorite of the Batman trilogy thing, because here's the thing. I had this expectation as a kid, seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. And oh. I know the complexity of Dr. Of, of Dr. Freeze. Right. So I'm thinking that we're going to get layers to his character and things like that. Stuff that I knew in the comics, stuff from the animated TV series. And I remember looking at my mom and I'm like, can we go home? <laughs> That's no. exactly what I said.
0: So how old were you, <laughs> because, you
1: Uh I want to say I was like maybe 11, maybe 12. Oh,
0: okay. Around I, that area. Maybe I was, somewhere around
1: that ballpark figure. I was
0: going to say, I was like five. I was much oh. younger. So well, it's like, you have
1: more of the nostalgia factor than I do. Yes, so yes. that's understandable.
0: So but it's like, man, to have could you imagine an eleven year old asks to leave? That's saying something. That speaks <laughs> I felt me like I right. was being punished,
1: to be honest. But
0: <laughs> and I can definitely I I mean a hundred percent. I mean I love Batman, I do, but I, I can totally see where people that love the comics were going, What is this? <laughs> Right, going on on this screen, and and I grew up. My I had the VHS of the '60s Batman movie. Which, if you haven't watched that, go watch that. That is hilarious. That is it's genuinely funny. The shark repellent is funny. That is.
1: That scene always got me as a kid. To be honest with
0: you, punching it in the face—it's great. Like I love that. I always like every time I'm joking around with my one buddies, I post that picture of uh, Catwoman, the Riddler penguin all in the hideout and i'm like oh back when we used to be fun and and i always think it's funny because i i love that i'm always referencing that movie but i grew up on that like i said i had the so i'm like i i can definitely see where this was trying to do that but then it's like no we already had michael keaton and stuff we already had all this so i can definitely see where people who really love the character and love the comics were like this is not what I wanted. This is not what I wanted at all in any way, shape, or form. But like I said, to have a kid, to have a kid be like, I'm not having a good time, Mom. No.
1: <laughs> and, I'm- I'm, I rem- and she's like, you want me to take you home? I said, yes. Oh, that's
0: so <laughs> but
1: Here's the thing, though. I like Batman Forever. I love the, uh, the other Batman movies. This is, like I said, this is just uh, really bad dialogue and oh, cool. really... And also, too, with the puns that... It was, like, really bad dad puns that Arnold was having. So <laughs> you know many, what I mean?
0: So many puns. I really thought... I knew there were puns, but I, I I totally forgot about him yelling chill repeatedly. It's not just one. You could actually
1: have a drinking game on how many times that he says chill.
0: <laughs> For real. I was like, I thought he said it. I knew he said it, but I was just like, okay, and again, and again, and again, and again. And just and then, yeah no the puns the amount of puns going on I was just like I knew this was a thing, but there's a lot there's a lot going on and maybe somebody should have toned it down I don't I don't know but it was I will say this about Mister Freeze in particular whoever was in the costuming department and was taking care of him specifically cared because that and I mean I don't know if they cared about the comic but I they, they must have they semi- got the 30- suit right. The suit's yeah. great, but I realized he has several costume changes, way more than I remembered, and they're elaborate. They are super elaborate, and they're really cool. Like I like, like I said with my notes, like the Mothman outfit in the beginning with the wings, I'm like, this is, like, elaborately done, and, like, oh, there's a lot going into this. Somebody cared. Somebody really gave a shit about these, about Mr. Freeze's costumes and stuff and really tried, but now we are, now the, then the dialogue happens
1: right the look lost. they got down the dialogue is what really winds up making this go down a plummet rabbit hole to be
0: honest yes. with you. and yes. then not good
1: no definitely <laughs> not I mean, good
0: Everybody's trying like uma thurman I, Thur- I think uma thurman knew exactly what kind of movie she was in she was everybody i feel like was genuinely trying with what they had but it's not good. It's not, it's objectively no. not good. It's not, no. And I, like I said, I, I, I'm going to have my, it, it's, it's always going to have a special place to me. Cause it's like I said, when right. I grew up, it, it just, I was a kid. So this was aimed at me and it's like, Oh, it looks like laser tag and it's crazy and it's over the top and I'll watch this. But as a movie lover, it's like, this isn't, this is not good. This is
1: not the Batman I wanted.
0: A, <laughs> Let's so just put it this guy, way. And you're not Adam West running around with a bomb back and forth. Like you can't, no. No, you're not.
1: No, you can't copycat that. That's Adam West. And that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to go for a lighter tone than what we got with the other two Batman movies. It worked in Batman Forever in some way and capacity, despite Tommy Lee Jones trying to basically copycat Jim Carrey, which is something that you can't replicate. And I was actually expecting, just like with Arnold Schwarzenegger, I was expecting layers of that character, and I didn't get it. Right, and right. arnold and i was expecting crazy. a lot more i
0: love, i love arnold like predator is my favorite is in my top 3 favorite movies of all time i love predator i love arnold schwarzenegger i lied to my friend the other day and said i was going to be late because of one reason but the truth is i was watching running man that came on i do and but i will say this for he knows his cheesiness he arnold knows but i do think he was he was trying in this. And like we said with the dialogue, like it just wasn't there, but I really do think he was trying. Like when he's talking about his wife and stuff again, that was like genuinely sad and stuff. But yeah. I was like, I was like, Arnold, you're really, you're, you were, you were trying on this, but you just weren't given.
1: The direction that the material, it needed.
0: the Direction, anything that was needed for that to be good. And yeah, it's it, which, which kind of made me sad when I thought about it. Cause like I said, it's not like Arnold, Is terrible. I love him, like you said, but yeah, if he would have, I I really do. I do, I do think he was trying very hard in this, and then it was like, but you weren't just, you weren't given good material.
1: No, he wasn't given. The job of the of the director is to (laughs) actually uh, make the actors care about what they're doing, and also to get the best out of your actors. And Joe Schumacher was not doing that with them right. clearly it shows and oh. they didn't care and they even said that they were just ready for this movie to be done with is basically yeah. what all the actors said they just didn't really were not that dive dialed into it
0: you and know, right. even when you sorry to cut you off even if no, no, no. You, you one thing i will give joel schumacher credit for which you don't really see from directors nowadays because I, I started looking up like interviews stuff like that I, I will give him credit for this he takes full responsibility. He does. And a lot of times now studios will be like, Oh, this and that, or they just won't comment on something. You know what I mean? But Joel Schumacher was like, no, I was the adult in the room. I was the director. And I said, yeah, toy companies do that. Take over dictate what I do. Yeah. Do that. Dictate what I do. he's like, and I allowed that to happen and it's my fault. And and I'll take responsibility for it. I like that though. Yeah. And I can respect that. I'm like, I can respect somebody taking responsibility for a dumpster fire. I I, can, I I can, but other than that, I'm like, sir, (laughs)
1: We need, need
0: to have a talk. Yeah, so somebody, somebody <laughs> to, There were there were there were drugs or something going on on this set, right? Like, so I all when they, when I got to that scene of uh, not the biker gang, but when they take over the Turkish bathhouse and the yeah. guys in the full paint. I, all I could think was, someone did a line before that and was like, we're,
1: or LSD we're, or something.
0: We, yes, they did something and they were like, we're going all in on these guys and I'm like they're in it for 30 seconds we're just getting our hideout like it's just a gang we got to keep keep, like kick out it's not and but they're elaborately done and I'm just like right. I'm like someone said we're going to a rave turn it up to 100 and I'm like what, what is going on here and I was because at first I was like oh good the biker gang part coolio's here but then I was like no this is just the hideout and then I was like why do they spend so much time on On this, on these characters, they look great for what you were trying to do, I guess, but why didn't you spend more time on something else that was needed? I don't know. (laughs) There's a lot that we could get into about that.
1: Another thing, though, too, that I want to mention is this. I'm getting tired of Bane being the sidekick character because there's so much to Bane than just being the sidekick. They friend-zoned him and the... um, Don't get me wrong, I like Bane and what they did in The Dark Knight Rises, Mm -hmm. but they also friend-zoned him to the point where he needed a partner. No, Bane operates by himself, solely by himself. He's also smarter than any of the other villains that we have. And then to tone him down in the way they did in Batman and Robin was just highway robbery for him. Oh, Oh, he presses a button, and then all of a sudden he doesn't know. Venom's pumped into him, no matter what.
0: Well, my my thing with I and I have that in here somewhere where I was just like, if you just wouldn't have made this Bane, it would have. I think people, I mean, I, nothing would have saved this movie. Let's just get that out of the way. But I don't think comic book fans would have been as upset with what you did to the character if you just made him a lackey. Just make him a just make him a big brawn that can knock down walls and crap. Like it's that's fine, but don't call him Bane. And then it probably people probably wouldn't have been as angry. But I'm like yeah, what are you doing with Bane? And then, in, like you said, making him the sidekick or not, yeah, the sidekick or the friend-zoned or whatever they're doing to him. It's like, right. no, stop doing that. Stop doing that to Bane here. Let's not. And one thing I did think was very funny, and I don't know if this was like a shot at Marvel at the time or like a joke. Could you imagine now? Like, they wouldn't even let them say mutant before, you know what I mean? Right. In, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And in this, they were straight up saying super soldier serum. And all I could think was- <laughs> I'm like, could you imagine now? There, this would be Lawsuit City, and I was just right. like, it's kind of funny. And I was like, oh, yeah, remember? Band- I see
1: Disney going after them. Look, Super yeah. Serum stuff is our stuff. You stay in your own lane. We appreciate what you're doing, but you don't need to be doing what we're
0: doing. Right, because what do they, say they call them enhanced or something before they could yeah. use mutant. It's like they wouldn't allow them to use the word mutant. Could you imagine now if somebody's like, we're going to create an army of Super Soldiers with Super Soldier Serum? And they said it more than once, and I was like, oh, wow. I couldn't imagine them doing that now. And I thought it was so funny, but yeah, with Bane, I was just like, why did you have to make it Bane? I get that you're trying to make people happy, but you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have done that. You were, you shouldn't have done that. That was a mistake.
1: Definitely a big mistake on that part. And you know, it's like poison Ivy can actually do bad by herself. She doesn't need Bane to actually have backup. Come on. You're talking about a woman that can manipulate plants and manipulate mother nature. You don't I've, need ha- right.
0: Uma Thurman's great, Uma, I, I, like not I, like I said for what we're working with. When I say those terms,
1: right? Best in right, best perfect. for what we had back in those times.
0: And, and I Batman Returns is my favorite, and I stand by this statement, and I'm sure a lot of Batman fans do. But I know that superhero films weren't really taken seriously until like Heath Ledger and The Dark Knight and stuff. Right. Michelle Pfeiffer is Catwoman. And I quote Danny DeVito as the Penguin at least like once a day and people think I'm a lunatic. But uh, her as Catwoman is phenomenal. That was she got she got screwed over because she deserved something for that. That's a great performance. And you could tell that Uma Thurman was like, I'm taking a little bit of that. And, uh, but then my own thing over here and I'm in this over the top campy movie. And she, I think she, she knew exactly what she was in. And I think of all the characters, she kind of played off the cheesiness the best. And like, it came off the best, but we still kind of, we still kind of shoved this character into a corner. She didn't need to be in. It was the problem here. Like, Yeah, I don't know, but I I do think Uma Thurman played the character well and I think Thanks with so better too. material she could she could have been a Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman is what I'm trying to say here with but wasn't given the opportunity nobody was given the opportunity or like i said i think i think everybody no. was really really trying but uh, I you know well. what i think
1: they just handed him a batman and robin script and it's like you know what guys have fun i'm gonna shoot whatever you guys are gonna be doing you just hey arnold you want to say everybody chill say that about at least five times okay you over there that's acting like you're okay. doing something or an extra yeah just keep doing what you're doing we're gonna film that too hey um you know what this is gonna be a campy adam west so guess what this is what we need from you george just pull out the visa card and that'll be the perfect spot. And that will actually be part of our advertisement now. Right. So we're going to go on ahead. We'll do that. And everybody you're doing not so great of a job, but guess what? We're going to pretend like we are, but <laughs>
0: we're going to pretend like we are. We're going to pretend like this is great. Right. Another thing from uh, that I thought was really funny was listening to the actors talk about the security on set and how like cra- crazy it was. And I was like, God, compared to now, that's nothing. They were like, "Yeah, they, had, right. they, they escorted us from our our trailers," and I'm like, "Dude, that's like nothing compared to now." So it's like, but I, I'm sure back then it was a lot. Like they said, they had people right. like on the set and like pretending well, to be workers that weren't and stuff. Don't forget,
1: but, this is before social media. This is before yeah. the digital of age. So going through the emotions of something that isn't there yet for social media or anything like that. All we had was. Just word of mouth, and also, too, trying to keep people off the set because of that word of mouth. Got around where the set is. I mean,
0: I I always say this to people. Even when they announced, and I knew Joker that came out with Joaquin Phoenix wasn't going to be... I don't consider that the Joker from that. I consider that... People will not go see movies like Taxi Driver, Falling Down, King of Comedy anymore unless these names are attached to it. I'll go see a movie with the Joker in it, but I'm not going to go see a movie that is like an independent film like one of those. I'm not. like, And that's sad to me. I a, but I don't consider that the well. actual character. But when they announced Joaquin Phoenix, I was like, he's going to be great as this character. And I think people forget that when Michael Keaton was announced, that was before the social media. And there was a, redder, a, redder, a letter <laughs> writing campaign to... rid of him they were like no he's awful he's terrible this and the other so whenever even heath ledger i remember when Heath ledger got announced and i was like a knight's tale i was like a knight's tale things i hate about you right yes and i was like he's doing this and then i was like i don't know and then these people ended up being great so i'm like whenever things get announced i'm just like hey let's give them a shot but yeah back when you think about it's like a letter writing campaign happened right because here's you know how dedicated a fan base has to be to write a letter (laughs) to have exactly. an go to a studio like oh my gosh that is batman yeah we we, we get intense about that <laughs> like
1: you know what though and i love the walking phoenix joker movie and i and i was trying to sell it to my co-host and everything too about how to actually think about it going into this film because this is not a film for him or anything like that and i can understand that but we're like tamika and i were trying to persuade him just just, just give it a try we just want to talk so we were trying to persuade him, but go into this, go into the Joker movie as if pu- pulling a, a comic book off your shelf, and it's not have any connectivity with any of the comics.
0: Yes, and going and,
1: on to it with a different take, and that's they, how I pres- how I describe it.
0: Honestly, this is, and I I've, I've been telling people this, especially when they were weary about that. I go, I honestly, when when okay, I'm not hating on the DCEU. If anybody's all excited about that, I'm not hating on that. But what I'm saying is. I can appreciate, uh, uh, no matter what people think about Marvel, connecting all of that is, that is a feat in its own. That is hard to do what they have done. And to just be like, and Kevin Feige really cares. You can tell he cares about those characters. We might not always get what we want, but he cares. And he wants it all to connect, right? And this, that, and the other. When they started doing things like Joker and everything, and everybody wanted all this over here in the Snyder Cut and yada, yada, and I was like, no, that's cool and all, but I wouldn't, I don't mind this offshoot of different things that don't connect at all because honestly that's more like comics to me there's different runs of characters and different stories that don't connect and we can just do that and it's like if you want to give me a rated r movie that is you're going to give me a big budget as long as it's a good as long as you are giving me good stories and good writing and good movies i'm happy you don't have to make it all connect and i think that was the smartest move warner brothers and dc has done so far Is like okay i think there are but right. we don't have to make them all connect. We can make just good films over here. Right. Like, and I appreciate that. I do.
1: Same here as well. And this is what I also say too, because at one time I did say that WB is very reactionary. They remind me of uh, the minions walking around, people going uh, sliding up and down on the uh, copy machines, just goofing off do, and no. someone's on fire <laughs> and they just ignore it and just oh they like oh they like this movie. Okay, guess what? We're going to announce that we're going to have Aquaman 2 featuring something from the new 52. Okay, that's right. what everybody wants. But right. now it seems like you know what? They're doing the best they can do with the properties that they have. Now they're mm-hmm. no longer taking it to where we have to catch up with Marvel. Now they know that they can't right. catch up with Marvel. So now they're, we now we have Peacemaker with thanks to James Gunn. We have Films that they actually know what to do and how to tackle it now right and so it seems like now they actually have their stuff together versus how they were before exactly i appreciate that no and but going on to this movie though stuff like that the thing that i found weird about this film was the fact that bruce wayne wanted a telescope that can see past everything i'm like Okay, now you're just being creepy, George. <laughs> Talk about evading <laughs> people's...
0: My thing was, uh, I, I get it, and I understand what they were trying to say, but at one point when Poison Ivy, she, she's talking to them, and she's talking about Mother Nature and all this stuff, and how we are creating global warming and all this stuff, and they're like, yeah, no, that's shit, and that's bad, and I'm like, "Uh, can we not say that... I get that she's being extreme, but she kind of has a point here. And you're kind of just shutting it down real quick. Like, fuck the world.
1: <laughs> George is like, I just want my telescope. That's all I want. I don't care about global warming.
0: You're all like, and- Let's all look to space. And I'm like, no, I get that for the movie. Like, we're having that set things up. But as a message right now in the 90s, uh, maybe we should save the planet. I don't know. Call me crazy because we're still having a problem 20 years later. I don't. But I was just like, that's kind of. It's kind of odd, and like I said, I get it. That happens with I mean a ton of things. Where well, it's, at least you know, with was about it. It's extreme. At least
1: with Bill Kilmer, at least with Bill Kilmer, though, when he shuts down Enigma and everything, remember, yeah. he actually gives him a chance to explain himself and talk about stuff. He goes, even though he's not that interested in it and he finds it creepy, he right. winds up telling him, "Well, let's set something up with my secretary, and we'll talk about it." Even though he was already going to go in and turn him down, he was still going to give him a shot. George just goes on ahead, just ignores her completely.
0: Yeah, bad <laughs> man was like, this Batman doesn't give a shit. He doesn't care. No, 1st don't care. He's just like, uh, yeah, whatever. I, and what I did think was funny, honestly, was the way he interacted with his girlfriend. I thought that was right. like, honestly. That was crazy. very George
1: Clooney, though. Yeah. That was because, think of it like this. He's a bachelor. I could just see E.T. Entertainment Tonight during the 90s. So, George, when are you going to get married? Uh,
0: uh, oh, yeah, that was, that was like a meta thing. but it's funny because it kind of it was it was definitely like a meta thing. But I, I do think it worked for the character of Bruce Wayne. And honestly, that's probably why it kind of worked. I mean, George Clooney's great. He is. But I'm like that that is that's but the way he just gets like nervous where it's like, oh, Batman, I'm going to get nervous about anything else go fight mr freeze go do this go do that i don't get nervous but it's like the second you're like oh marriage this day he's like uh oh, well um yeah um uh nope and so it's Deuces. just I really like that i do like that
1: that, and, that was the very that was george clooney that that wasn't even bruce that was just george clooney doing an interview yeah. basically but
0: yeah for sure no 100 percent. but I, I i totally forgot i couldn't believe this either and right when i started watching it i'm like you opened this movie with the line, I want a car. Like, that's where, no wonder people were upset. I want <laughs> no a car. You opened it up with that, and you made, I mean, Robin's being a little whiny asshole. I get that. Mm-hmm. But you, you you open it with that where I'm like, no, this is like Batman. Like people, Batman and Robin, like this was, a, people were waiting for this. And you open it with Robin being, and I get it. We, we all want a Batmobile, you know, but it's like, that's what you open the movie with. I want a car. Chicks dig the car. Like, come on, man. Like, I don't even mind. Hey, the you l- did that in Batman I Forever. <laughs> I don't mind the cheesy line. I'm just like, that's what right. we're opening with. Come on now, dude. And then I was like, right. man, Robin, you're getting real whiny. And then I feel bad because I think Chris O'Donnell really cared about this. Like, I think he genuinely did. Even when right. you listen to him talk about it, he's like, I showed up and I knew I knew it was going to be shit. I knew it was going to be shit. And I think that him and George Clooney do have great chemistry. And I think that he really cared too. But he was just like, I knew off rip this was going to be trash like and then i kind of felt bad for him and i was like and on top of that they made you a whiny little bitch and i'm like i get it for the narrative of the movie but still like and i get when you factor in the 60s part where it's like we're making him like funny and joking but then we're also making him kind of kind of a whiny asshole and i'm like right uh, i can definitely i can like i said i can definitely see where me as a little kid didn't notice those things but as a batman fan i'd be going I just had Michael Keaton. I just had all this. What the hell is this? What is is going on here? Like, it really is.
1: Another thing, though, too, I want to mention is this, because another, uh, we also have Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl, who's related to Alfred, whenever she's not in Barbara Gordon's daughter. She's not even supposed to be related to Alfred.
0: Right. i kind of... I, I have a note in here that I was like, uh, Alfred's at one. Alfred's great. That I, I always forget that actor's name, but he's in what, all of them except for the... Right. the Even one. though
1: he's a really bad butler because he lets people into the back game.
0: Intruder you know. alert. <laughs> alert. Like, seriously, <laughs> this is the defense we have, but I kind of thought, I was like, this plan is kind of shit. Like, just because they're your family. Like, not her, but when he's like, get this to somebody in the family where I'm like, Alfred, do you just have a family full of people equipped to be uh, backing up superheroes or something, because why does it Why it just, and I get that that is a theme in this movie is like family isn't always blood. I get that. But, and this right. whole thing is like, find my brother, find this. And I'm like, what makes them qualified to do
1: this, Alfred? What is there we- just a family of butlers that's just waiting around, You're <laughs> waiting for to Alfred to, to die work? so he could take over Bruce Wayne's life. Don't get me wrong. We right. have the court of owls, but this is way before court of owls, even. With- <laughs> right i'm like so uh, it's like well my brother al he died guess what we get to work for the rich asshole that is supposed to be a bachelor so whip let's go on ahead and we're gonna we're gonna go on ahead and take over for him
0: i'm like okay so you don't have his address you don't know where he's at you haven't spoken to him so obviously you guys aren't chit-chatting that much but all of a sudden we're just gonna go find him and give him the biggest secrets on this on this PDF file. Oh, like,
1: by the way, uh, here's a list of things that Master what? Bruce likes. By the way, at nighttime he does like g- grows up as a bat, but it's yes. completely normal. Yeah. yeah, by and the way, he has I a Batmobile underneath. About. I'm not gonna say that he is Batman, but there is happens to be a Batmobile underneath his basement <laughs> right, with other like, bats. I'm not saying he's Batman, but he could be Batman. we <laughs> in parentheses
0: I'm not saying I'm entrusting you for Gotham's safety out of nowhere because I'm dying and I don't know when I might, but I am. So make sure you get here. Like, and I'm just like, uh, like I said, I get it. It does make sense narratively. I get what you're saying here with this theme, but as a, no, it doesn't make sense. Like I wouldn't, if I didn't talk to my sister for 25 years, I wouldn't be like, Hey, uh, somebody get this to her and make sure she, I I don't know what you've been doing. I don't know if you'd even want to do, why do I want to put, why are you putting that on me, Alfred? exactly (laughs) don't give me that responsibility but um but he's great he is great and i do and like we've been saying with george clooney i do like the little flashbacks of him seeing himself with alfred because like i said family isn't always blood it's like that was my alfred's my family and he raised me and yada 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 and i really i did i like that and i and george clooney i think played those scenes very well of like this and that and i i kind of forgot that he already knew and i like that they do that little wrinkle in the movie of and I am going to give it credit for certain things, but I'm like, like I said, I know objectively this is not a good movie, just so everybody knows. But I do think that they, they set up themes and things like that with family and legacy kind of in a, they kind of did that well. It was just not well executed. Like I'm That's what I mean, like the parts, the themes, the people were all there. But this didn't, but you didn't make it that great. Like, it's not good. The dialogue's not there. It's not good. But you did, there's like, what I mean is there's no like plot hole or anything. It's like, they do set it up. Like, yeah, does she work with computers? Yeah. But it's like. Because I'm
1: good with computers.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's like, but is it kind of stupid? Yeah, it is. It's kind of stupid. It's kind of stupid. It's kind of dumb. But it's like, I did, but I did like those scenes and I did like that they had him when she says that she, or uh, when uh, Barbara says that she goes, well, you know, Alfred's sick and Yeah. And she's yelling at Robin. And then Bruce is like, he's been sick. I've done known. He that he's sick. And so I'm like, Oh, so you, you are, you are alluding to the audience that Batman is the best detective and not just, he doesn't, he doesn't just do that with Alfred. There's a couple little lines in there. It's like, Oh, you already knew you were on the up and up. So I was like, "You, you knew the character of Batman. And that makes it even worse that you screwed up because obviously, you know, these characters and know, them very well. it's just was not written well or executed correctly. Because that's what I was I, like. Wait, hey, wouldn't it? Because in my head, I was like, Batman would know this, and Batman would know that, and all of a sudden, he would say it, and I was like, Oh, he does know it. And I was like, Oh, they they kind of did know what character they had here. And then I'm like, There really was no excuse for this to be this bad. Um, like,
1: well, another thing too that I want to mention is this: you have Poison Ivy, who is supposed to be part of the environment. And she's teaming up with Mr. Freeze, who freezes everything. Right. Wouldn't your beef be with uh, Batman or someone else that doesn't freeze up anything? That's just my, I understand your plot motivation as to why you're against Bruce, which it makes sense if you did your own thing. But you're teaming, the team up stuff never really made sense to me on, on some of the villain stuff.
0: See, I remember that was one of the things as a child I thought was weird. I remember being like a little bit, probably like eight or nine and rewatching it on like, I don't know, TNT or whatever it was on and being like, do plants and snow really mix? I don't think they really mix. Like this doesn't add up, but whatever, I'm going to, I'm still going to watch this dumb bike race and laser tag and make it look that way. Watch Coolio do uh, Fantastic Voyage. Coolio, come on to the (laughs) channel. Coolio, I, I'm I'm serious. I think we could get Coolio to come on. That's all I'm saying. I you don't know
1: what's funny? Much. I remember putting Gangster's Paradise on every single CD that I had, and one of my friends uh, looked at me and goes, "Dude, uh, Coolio's been selling his own CDs out of the trunk of his car. What are you doing with a with with this song?" I said, "I like it." And he goes, "I haven't listened to this since the '90s. Coolio You're hasn't even listened to, to this since the '90s." I said, "But I do." You I mean, said, "I'm."
0: <laughs> With, I think that's on my work playlist. A British Gangster's paradise is on my work playlist. Who doesn't listen to Gangster's Paradise? That's a jam. I, An- another connection, Michelle Pfeiffer. Right. It all can. Yeah, penguin
1: and cats. I get the fact that she likes to eat fish.
0: Yeah, what but... movie God, what's that movie called that he did that for? God, somebody said I always forget this about the kids in school. The one oh, that, that Gangster's Paradise is from. Oh, that's uh, Dangerous Minds. Dangerous Minds. Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer's in there, right? Yeah. It's, right. All on, it's all in the Batman universe. No, I'm just kidding. I just. Kidding. No.
1: But, you know, the,
0: uh,
1: like I was saying in my Batman Returns review, I must actually surprise my mom let me go and see Batman Returns because of the fact that when yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer is laying down and then here comes Danny DeVito goes, there's the pussy I've been looking yeah. for. I'm like,
0: what? Oh, yeah. There's. <laughs> all right, yeah. Yeah. No. that was. It's one of those movies that, I mean, I know everybody loves. Batman Returns but the reason it's my favorite is because it has like a special place in my heart like you know those movies you have with your siblings that it's like oh we always watch this when we're home together like we have like Zoolander, Batman Returns and like Heavyweights those are like me and my sister's jammies when we're together and we always say that anytime something's going on we'll be at like a barbecue and I'll be like it could be worse and my sister will be like your nose could be gushing blood and I'm like yep (laughs) and we just like so Batman (laughs) Returns is like our thing and I always kind of just I'll put it on all the time but when I really sit down and watch it and then I'm like there's some very there's some very sexual strange things going on in this film and uh and I love it I love it I think it's great but I and it works it does, it does. but I'm just like no they're outright saying some some wild shit and then I'm like oh yeah kids we were watching nobody was I remember somebody bought me bought, people bought me movies all the time when I was younger and I'm, I think back and I was like this this was saying some some, some wild shit out here like and it's and it's great like i said but i'm just like it's just funny what we were watching as and when i say kid i mean kids you know like what i mean 10 years
1: right like 10 years old watching something that we're not supposed to be but according to our parents it was kid friendly so we watched it anyways
0: this is that's how
1: i grew up loving child's play as a kid as a
0: <laughs> oh it's okay. lived, but uh, still my aunt got mad at my dad because she came over to watch us or something. And he was sitting there with like, my sister was like four, like three or four and I was like an infant and he was just holding us watching night of the living dead. Like, so I was just raised on horror films. That was his thing. And so that I I love, I love, it's just crazy to me when I think back and I'm like, Oh yeah, what was that rated? And what was this rated? And people were just like, that's fine for us to be watching. That's totally okay. And I'm like, Okay, all right. And rewatching things when I get older. I'm like, some of this doesn't seem appropriate. But I did realize this too. Watching Batman and Robin, I'm like, um, I'm I'm pretty sure that my entire aesthetic to this day is 50%. Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman and 50% Uma Thurman's Poison Ivy. And I didn't realize that till I rewatched this movie for this review. And I was I like, I kind of noticed that
1: like later yeah, on, like yeah, yeah. half the stuff I mean, that you have I, on your channel. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was like, I wear pleather outfits quite often. And then I was like, but then I'm like, Oh wait, I really want this over the top colorful thing over here. And then I'm like, I think that these characters had a big influence on me as a child. And I did not realize it until recently. And, <laughs> And I really stand by that. I'm like, I think these these really impacted me when I was very young. And but they're but even in this movie, had some like slippery when wet and weird woman auction and and that's what I, I I was I was talking to you about this behind the scenes about they got so mad at Batman Returns and that one was blatantly like sexual and had some very heavy weird themes going on which it's fine I love it but yeah I can see where people got angry at Tim Burton for bullshit reasons, but this one had just, had shit too, just because you make it colorful and poppy doesn't, and not in a pleather outfit, doesn't mean that you weren't doing that because they were, and they were making it extremely sexual and stuff, and I'm like, didn't you, didn't you take this away from Tim Burton because you said that he was getting too weird and kinky with his stuff, and now-
1: And also the Batman toys being too gothic and stuff like that. I'm like,
0: just leave me alone.
1: I want to play with my gothic uh, stuff and everything with my uh, heartless uh, soul. So leave me alone. You have your stuff. I have my stuff. We don't need in between. I don't see what the big deal. Big deal was.
0: No, it's very. It's and I think this. I think Batman was the first time where like companies really dictated how something was being ran in a movie. Not saying that it didn't before that, but I think that was the first like major one where it's like things are directors are getting removed and.
1: Well, also and, too, parents were also saying, "Well, this is the most violent uh, Batman movie that I ever seen. Really, I've seen more. i seen worse." than but, Batman but, Returns.
0: And let's be real, like, and Jaws is my favorite. Jaws is rated PG, and that's so that's fine. That's but what I Batman said too. Is too violent? Yeah, like yeah, right. Like, come on, like, what? But, on, I just man? don't get it. Especially, but, it, I'm trying to think. Like, that was what his returns was ninety two, and then Michael Keaton was eighty nine, or yeah. So I'm like... 89,
1: then 92.
0: Yeah. I mean, sh-. and I stand by this statement too. And I, I don't know why this one, this one always springs to mind when people talk about like things f- for kids. And I'm like, I don't know the last time anybody watched All Dogs Go to Heaven, which is an animated Disney it's dark. film. If you made that with people in it, it would be rated R. Carface, first and foremost. Second, it's like the mob kills this guy and because he's not paying off a debt. And I'm like, this is... This is extremely adult themed, and like if if it wasn't dogs, this would be a totally different rating. So I'm um, it's it's just weird how they start gauging things for kids and what's okay and what's not. And it's like, like I said, just because you make this colorful and poppy doesn't mean that it's not doing the same exact thing or saying the same exact thing. You just right. did it in a worse you did it in a worse way. Where Tim Burton had it down, you do not. <laughs> and you're exactly. Not but but oh, another thing
1: I want to mention is this though too, and. You know, I want to mention the fact is this is like the least amount of detective work that Bruce Wayne has ever done, at least yeah. with the other three films. We actually have him um, being a detective in the Batcave, trying to figure out, uh, Mister, F- you know, trying to free- yeah. figure out Two-Face, Riddler and all that stuff Might
0: and fooling around side. with the Riddles. Yeah, I think that's why it stood out so much to me about because I was waiting for it. I was like, I'm waiting for Batman to figure something out. And but he did have a couple. And I mean, this isn't good enough because he's the world's greatest detective. But that's why I think it stood stood out so much to me that he knew little things throughout this movie because I was waiting for him to be like, "Oh yeah, I'm figuring things out." But then I was like, "Wait, he doesn't really do that." And then there was a few times where they're like, "Oh whatever," and he would have the answer. But I was just, that's not, that's not. That's not a high enough stake for Batman. That's not detective work. And that does not happen in this movie at all.
1: Like 0% of detective work in this film.
0: No detective work. Great Bruce Wayne, no detective work. Yep. Um,
1: Um, I do want to go in through the box office office stuff for a minute, too. uh, Like I was trying to, like I was mentioning earlier. Uh, But here's the thing this is also the curse of the superhero movie genre as a whole. We didn't have any comic book movies after Batman and Robin after steel after spawn because all yeah. these movies came out in 97 a year. I know it's only a year and it may seem like, eh, it's only a year, you know, you know, it's only a year. What we do, but look how long it took us to have another Batman movie. We had to go all wait all the way up until 2005 where Nolan 2005. took over. Yeah. That's a long time. And the reason why nobody wanted to take a chance on superhero movies is because of the fact that they kept on bombing. Now, you can easily say, too, that Men in Black is also a comic book film, but it's not also a superhero movie either.
0: I think that, honestly, that's why Blade worked in 99. Is because... 98, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and my mom watched Blade for the first time the other day. And she loved it, by the way. But anyway, Blade, I think that's why that worked is because they, it was so far away from one. It was a character that not everybody knew. It's not a Batman, you know what I mean? And exactly.
1: it's,
0: it's more of a vampire thing that they made it. They still made it like a superhero, but it, they leaned more to the vampire part of it, like with uh, promotion, stuff like that. And it's still Marvel and everything like that. But I think that's why that worked was because I think people wanted superheroes, but they were like, we're too afraid to pick a giant name to do. So let's go with this, and we'll market it this way, and we'll do it this way, and see. And then if that works, we'll 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 be happy. And I think that's also too late. But other than right. that, yeah, I would shit. If somebody came to me and was like, Here, here's Batman, I'd be like, that's um, that's a that's a big ask.
1: Right, big we're big just ask. gonna have to do this. Ask me later here's a magic eight ball and you go have fun with that. If it says yes, then we'll do it. Have a good, have a, have a good time. But you know, with this though, okay. With blade, they actually did the production, right? They actually did the PR around it. Perfect. Because of the fact they're pitching it as a horror movie
0: versus a comic
1: book paced film, which I was really in. That's why I was glued into it was because of the fact they pitched it as a horror movie. Right. Nobody knew that this was a Marvel movie or anything like that. At that time, Marvel was actually going bankrupt. Yeah. Which is also why they were selling their properties off to several other studios and everything.
0: Oh, yeah. And this no, is also... That's right. why we have issues now to this day with everything, with certain characters. Univ- but-
1: well, well, now with Universal and Sony. But now Sony's actually playing in their same sandbox. So really, Sony and them are getting, a- getting along. Right. So- oh,
0: yeah. Well, who wouldn't? I mean, you're right. giving me the money and I'm letting you use my character. I mean, I'm just saying. All thanks
1: to North Korea, of oh, course. But yes. and because oh, of Sony hack.
0: At the, at the, that's crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy right. all this has happened in the past few years. It really is nuts. Right. I do have some random notes in here about just like... I realized, why did we make, just little things, real quick. Why were diamonds and millions of dollars such a big deal in the 90s? Those were like our big things, like in diamonds and that. Uh, the, the mad scientist, I think him and Uma Thurman knew exactly what they were doing in this movie. And I really liked that a lot. But one thing that did stand out to me, for the time, the effects did kind of hold up. In some scenes, not the whole movie, but some of these effects. really. The freeze did.
1: aspect, to me, still works.
0: Yes. I was going to say, that stuff holds up. That that all holds up in this. But it, it, I would say, I don't know if they started running out of money or what happened. But towards the end, it kind of looked started looking worse. And some of the green screen looks like crap. But some a lot of these effects and a lot of these models, they hold up today. And I was kind of shocked by that. I really was. I was like, I really kind of want to tear into this. But it's not it's not God awful. And I'm kind of shocked. And then, like I said, when you think about things today, I'm like, I I don't know. It's just, it's it's wild to me. It really is. And those are just some of the little things that I wanted to get out real quick before I flip this paper paper over. But I do think that, I think that this really did scare a lot of people from messing with Batman or messing with DC. And I also think that's why Marvel got a leg up with what they wanted to do. But like I said, I also think they had somebody behind them with Kevin Feige that cared and genuinely wanted something where, DC didn't, they weren't as lucky. They didn't have somebody behind them in the years following that. That was like, I really love these characters and want to take care of them and want to make them weave into each other and want to do this, that, and the other thing they didn't have. They were just like, Oh shit, you're doing that over there. We better start whipping things together. Get over here, get over here. And it's like, you might have talent and stuff. You might have great uh-huh. workers on this, but if you don't have somebody who's like, Hey, I really care. Like I'm a game of Thrones freak. I'm an, I, I know a song of ice and fire, like the back of my hand. And I would, some of that I'm like, was nobody in the room to just go, that doesn't work. <laughs> like, if well, we, I, you know what I mean? Right. And I wish that DC would have had somebody like that earlier on, but then it's like, they did get, I mean, we got the dark Knight trilogy, which is fucking amazing, but it, and we, that's, a, it's great. But I, it, it, it just, it kind of sucks that they didn't have somebody like a Kevin Feige that was over there to guide them.
1: And into- that's what I felt like that they actually need is a Kevin Feige behind the scenes. Okay. That character would not interact with that character in that kind of way. Let's go on ahead and find somebody else that could actually, another character that can interact with that character, or let's scrape this character for another time. And, exactly. but now it seems like, like I said before, now it seems like they're actually doing a better job at do, giving us car- underground characters versus big main characters, which is something yeah. I do really do appreciate. I never would have really? thought in a million years that we got Peacemaker, Polka Dot Man, or right. uh, any of those characters. Oh, yeah. And here no. we are with James Gunn.
0: Oh, right. No, I and mean, who's great with putting many characters together. And I, I, that was one of, that was one of my first videos I did over on my channel. Like the first reviews I ever did was the suicide squad. And I really enjoyed that. And I was saying that yep. I go, whoever thought that we would give a shit about polka dot man or someone who controls rats. And also that is exactly what my work is like. When you go on break, you got to dodge the rats. But, uh, and I really, I was like, oh my God, this is my job. But, but I was like, who would care about these characters? And I was like, but I do. And I didn't think that was going to happen. And I genuinely do. I genuinely care about these characters and they did a great job with it. And like you said, I don't, I really, I just appreciate getting these any character that you do well, I'm happy with. But when you give me these side characters that are smaller, that you don't think would be as good or not good, but as popular. And then people love them. I mean, shit, look at Iron Man. Like Iron Man is a big character, but he wasn't, a top tier one that people wanted to do. And then all of a sudden, oh. like, that's why we're, that's kind of why they picked him. They were like, he's big enough, but if it bombs, people won't be too upset. He's not a Batman. And then it's like, now look at him. And so it's like, I, th- I, that's, that's a good way to go about it, but you have to do it right. And I do appreciate that too of seeing these characters come to life that are, that you never thought would. And I was, I was yeah. shocked when they started announcing like Peacekeeper and stuff like that. I was, I was shocked. I was like, I can't believe that they're really going to go. All in with some of these, but I'm I'm happy they are. But I'm I'm shocked, and I'm like I'm glad that they are because we don't want another Batman and Robin on our hands.
1: <laughs> no, definitely not.
0: No, and as much nostalgia as this brings me, I don't want another one. Me either. I want uh, home runs
1: all the way across the board and everything too. Um, I also want to mention this real quick. We also had Spawn in 1997, which is one of my favorite movies, also guilty pleasures, but also too it's also a cult classic. But that movie had a budget of 40 to $45 million and only made $87.9 million. Then we had the terrible Shaquille O'Neal movie because he can't act. God bless his heart.
0: Um, Shaq is the Daniel Day-Lewis of, of, right. of fucking athlete actors, man.
1: This budget had $16 million. It made $1.7 million at the box office.
0: Oh my... I don't understand things like I. Why do people think that those are good ideas? <laughs> I think that they tra- saw the movie what with him being oh, a genie in the nineties, like where they were just <laughs> like, hey, I don't care if you're an athlete, you're also gonna rap for the soundtrack, you're also gonna star in it. You're everybody was making their own soundtracks to things. It was it, it, why were we doing that? I don't. I don't was, get it. It was a whole. It was the whole package. Like when you signed up to do a huge blockbuster, it wasn't just. The movie, most of the time, it was like the movie, the soundtrack, all this shit, and it was like crazy crammed down your throat, and we loved it. We ate it up, Wild Wild West. Right. You're a terrible film. I remember that song being on the radio nonstop, and it's kind of about the soundtrack.
1: I bought the it's soundtrack.
0: Great, it's a great soundtrack.
1: <laughs> I love the soundtrack. It had Eminem and Dr. Dre on there. You also had Will Smith. You had Enrique Iglesias, which what I mean? happen to listen to
0: putting out the money
1: for them. <laughs> Black Street they had, which is also a pro- uh, was also part of Dr. Dre
0: at the time. It was such a weird time. It really it was. was. Weird, it really was a weird, weird time in movies. It was strange. Oh, but, yeah.
1: you know, going off what you want, uh, I do want to mention this, with the diamonds and stuff like that, which I really find fascinating that he was trying to use a diamond to be the factor of powering on his machine. But, I want to quote Tamika here because of the fact what she was talking about with materialism, dealing with advertising. Because remember, we, all, we still have the, those commercials, diamonds are forever and everything. Oh, yeah. And okay. so I wanted to go with, with what she said and everything, too, was the fact that it's about, mater- about advertising, about consumerism.
0: Yeah. And I mean, this movie's a poster child for that. It's like, and like I said, they admit it. He's like, I let the toy companies come in and dictate what everything looked like. I let them dictate this and that because it was all about selling stuff. And that's why it was taken away from Tim Burton or he quit, whatever the case was. It's like when you start taking away people's creativity and start making it all about marketing, like especially now, like it's, it sucks now. That's why, I mean, no matter what people think about him, uh, Quentin Tarantino, I always respected the fact that he made up his fake companies like Red Apple Cigarettes and... Stuff like that that he uses, and it's because he was like, I don't want to use actual companies, and it's like, because now it just it's distracting, because it's like, oh, Bud Light, hi, oh, that, hi, oh, Coca Cola, <laughs> hi, there you it's, are.
1: Reminds you that Wayne's World movie, right? Where it's like, where they're doing the ads, because I will not bow down to no man. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to be a sellout. And then all of a sudden, Advil. Yep. Oh, yep. two. Yep. It's right in your hand. Brown. Then there's also the Doritos uh, thing that Garth has. And it's saying, I know, bound down to corporate is just really wrong.
0: Right. (laughs) Exactly. No, that's exactly how it is. And like I said, this movie is, is, it's not like that, where it's not like a Transformers movie now, where it's like, oh, it's right in my face, but it's like pulling out the Visa card doing all this stuff like it's like come on man and and that is a good point with the diamonds and everything it's just the the 90s were this weird time of like a million dollars and diamonds were the things that you wanted to the bad guys were all after i don't i don't get it but i mean i get it but it was just it's just funny to me now because it's like oh these scales the scale was so small the stakes weren't that high like this is over the the, top (laughs) it was diamonds like this man is just running around looking for diamonds to save his wife and do his research this doesn't sound like that bad of a guy he might be going about it wrong, but...
1: He's, just, he's trying to save his wife and also give her a diamond whenever he saves her life because it's been so long since he's seen her. So Therefore, <laughs> the also, too, that is, also gives him variety yeah, points.
0: Is, the truth is, he did he did cure this at certain stages. Like, this guy kind of... well. He's the final Peace Prize th- winner, like, and we are... I mean, he's. I'm like, why isn't anybody helping this man out more? It seems like he should get some funding. I don't know. But.
1: Right. Well, also, too, Batman wasn't cruel to him or anything like that. Oh, he no. actually gave him a lab to where he can work in to save his life or his wife. Right. So, you know, he was really good to him. But Oma Thurman got eaten up by her own plant, which.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, right. I, and then I kind of thought that it was odd, too, because it was I mean, it was blatantly set up for a sequel. And I was just like, why did we? And I do love, that. I will say this, the the sets are really cool. The set, like somebody cared about like the sets and the costumes, somebody cared about that stuff for sure. You can tell, like there's a lot of detail in them. Maybe not so much with Batman, which is weird, but with Mr. Freeze, with Poison Ivy, with their hideouts, and oh, I I need that robe that Mr. Freeze has. That robe he's wearing with the slippers, I want that robe. (laughs) That is such a cool robe. I really want that in my life. But the whole time I'm like, I really want that robe. But somebody really cared about stuff like that. And that looked great. But it was just, there was, I, I don't, I, I know they're setting up for a sequel, but I'm like, why did you get rid of the villain that was the actual villain? Like you had her, I don't know. I guess you could argue it and say that she was like going to come back. I mean, they didn't make a sequel anyway. So it well, didn't happen. But I thought that was time. Fine. But I, 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 I'm sorry. I did love that. love oh, no, no. him uh, coming to Arkham. Cause I thought the Arkham stuff looked great. Like it looks the
1: Arkham like, stuff was awesome.
0: It looks yeah. really good. And so when he shows up again, like, and she's picking the flower petals off and she's like, he loves me. He loves me not. And then Mr. Free shows up to mess her up. I was like, Oh, that's sweet. And so it's like, I, I thought that was a really cool shot and really, that was really cool. But then I was like, if this was set up for a sequel, which obviously didn't happen, why, why would you, you kind of insinuate you're getting rid of this character, but I guess at the same time, it's not, if you really think about it, but I, it's, I thought that that's the stuff that I like, but I, I really did. I was like, obviously this was set up for a sequel, but why did you, you blatantly say this one's going to live and it's kind of ambiguous. What might be happening to the actual bad guy. And right. if you were saying, I, I just don't think you should just throw away. DC has the best villains. Like I'm just going to do. It.
1: I they love the villains, villains, villains that, that they have. Yeah. Point blank. I'm sorry. I don't mean to oh, cut no, you off. Good.
0: You're good. I'll just I, go on. tangents. You're good. That's cool. <laughs> but
1: no, what I want to, I'm going to get into Derpy gaming's uh, question in a minute why would you waste yourself with this film? He skipped the rewatch. I'll talk about that in a minute, why I'm doing this. And
0: because I'll explain my 90s, reason. It? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> because I love the nineties. But, 90s.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> you see though, with this, here's the thing with this film. And the reason why I wanted to do this was because I wanted this pretty much. I wanted to see it from an adult lens compared yeah. to where I was when I was a kid. Because I haven't seen this movie since, since I was a kid. Right. So I went back and revisited. it. So it has been X amount of years since ninety six, well ninety seven, when this movie was released, and I was in theaters asking my mom to, to take me home. So I was, and I'm already at home. So therefore, she I can't go anywhere. But that's beside the, the point. But to be honest with you, the reason why I chose this one, Derpy, was because of the fact that yes, it's over the top. Yes, it's cheesy. Yes, it's not my cup of tea. This is a really bad Batman movie, and everything. No, and I even cool. own, I own up to the fact this is a horrible Batman movie. This is not the Batman movie that we deserve.
0: This is not just a bad Batman movie. This is a bad movie.
1: Yeah, this is just a bad movie movie in general. But here's the thing, though. When we can actually conversate with someone, and it's not to say that we both conversate with someone that we have the same bad taste in movies or whatever.
0: Right.
1: But it's just to have a conversation and be like, you know what, this didn't work for me or anything. And, you know, this didn't work for me as a whole. But this other thing might have worked better for me. It's just having a conversation back and forth as friends and just and stuff like that. So that's why I did it as a conversation piece to actually interact with my guests, interact with you guys and everything, and make it feel like a community. And that's why I'm doing this. But What's the point of that? It's Fast and the Furious in the 90s. That's all I'm going oh, to say.
0: that point, I was going to say, uh, I just clicked over here to these comments, and I'm very sorry that's okay. everybody, but thank you to, to the compliments and everything. That's very nice. But I say this all the time on my channel, and, and that's kind of the foundation of my channel, is we can all like stuff. I don't care if you know every little thing about a character, if you don't know everything about a character, if you know everything about a comic or a book or you don't, or if something's not as that good and and you still like it like we can all like things and talk about them without being like you're a fucking moron (laughs) sometimes you know what i mean like it's okay to all like stuff okay you know And, and talk about it and have fun with it it's that's fine and that's that's what i'm all about like we can all talk about stuff in a fun way and not be like and here's why it's the worst thing ever. And it's like, and that's okay to call it the worst thing ever. You know what I mean? It's just, and like I said, we're joking about it and stuff like that, but you know what I, I just, I think it's fun to talk about stuff like this too. Like it's always fun to talk about stuff. That's great. I mean, I'd love to talk about the dark Knight and everything, and I'm sure we're going to conversate about the Batman and everything soon, but this is 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 something something I can't wait. And, and, and it's okay. And like I said, is there a, I'm born in 92. So there's a special place in my heart for Batman and Robin where I'm like, no, I have very good memories around this, but I know it's not good. I know this isn't a good movie. I really do. I know it's not good. I know it's horrible, and I know it's a terrible Batman movie, but I'd be lying if I said I didn't sit down to watch this when I was a kid and was like, Oh man, I love this crazy bike riding scene of uh, insanity. And and why was everything in the '90s extreme? Why are we it was still- really extreme? <laughs> yeah, like let's. <laughs> it's ex- that's literally like my top note. It says like '90s extreme, and it's like we're surfing through the sky, motorbikes, ah, like and it's just like why were we doing that in the '90s? I don't understand why. Like that, it was like X it's- game times ten. I don't know why that was a thing too. Somebody said make this the most '90s thing possible and turn up the dial all the fucking way. And it's just it's insane. It's it really it's insane. That's what it is. And it's just it's wild. I and every time I kept thinking like, I'm really trying hard. I'm really trying hard to be like, right, this this is semi salvageable. And then I'm like, it's not. It's really not. Um, But you can definitely tell there were some people on this production that really cared. Like I said, the the set design or they were just on lines, they were just ripping lines and we're like, Let's make his ice cave and have a hockey team come in. What? Right. Like, <laughs> and I can appreciate the hockey team coming in. I'm from Michigan. I can appreciate that shit. I love
1: like, hockey, but.
0: <laughs> What's going on here? it like,
1: that- felt like <laughs> I was watching Batman on ice, to be <laughs> honest
0: right and then i'm like what is happening here and then like i said the costuming all that looks th- th- with the villains that looks great their hideouts look great why are i don't know coolio what are you doing all of it is strange and it's it like
1: let's get the most popular people on here and but that's how we're going to make our cameos and so that way people yes. can buy their music or whatever that's what it is too it's like oh coolio what are you doing on oh, okay i want to buy your album now and it, that's nobody what it,
0: did. nobody did I don't no. know what- Nobody did. I'm no one like, probably, I'm really about crazy. you and
1: I probably. But that's beside oh, the point.
0: <laughs> I felt so bad for Alfred. I really did because I was like, this guy is so great, and, and like I said, George Clooney and shit. I'm just, I was right. just, but no, this, I, I really did. This. So there is, I'm not gonna lie, there is a special place in my heart for Batman and Robin. Am I going to choose to watch it? No, but if I'm, if it's on, and I'm like, oh yeah, remember this ridiculous shit, I'll leave it on while I'm doing the dishes. Yeah, I will, but. I I know this movie isn't good and it's, and, and it is fun to talk about, whatever. We all, it's just fun to do. But I'm trying to think of like. Well, Derpy
1: also has another question too. He goes, here's a true question. The Last Airbender or Batman and Robin is the worst film.
0: Oh, see, I was just talking about Avatar last night and I, Avatar The Last Airbender is the worst movie. That's way worse than Batman and Robin.
1: For sure. Yeah. I would actually, to be honest with you, I'd rather rewatch Batman and Robin than rewatch
0: Albatross. I don't think I've ever watched it all the way through. I can't do that. We're not doing that. Yeah, I'm I not could. doing it. No, we're not but doing
1: it. I want to go off of what you said though, too, Abby, where you were talking about. Well, this villain is set up for this sequel, then that sequel, and we never got it. At that time, they didn't take a chance on comic book movies or anything. At that time, they're like, well, no one's going to go back and go ahead and watch these movies or anything like that so we're just going to one off them so you kill joker but we made catwoman survive
0: right but we're not going
1: to do anything with her we kill penguin but we left one alive same thing with two-face they left riddler alive but didn't do anything with him
0: then and i do think it does especially in the 90s it is like you weren't going to off certain actors like you're not going to off jim carrey you're not, you are not, know what I mean? Like, you're not going to do that in your film in the 90s, like, just because of who it is, too. And I think that factored in, because it's like, especially when they got to a certain point of stardom, it was like, oh, no, we can't have anything bad happen to them. So I do think that factors in a little bit, not a ton, but like a little bit. And Tim Burton wasn't listening to nobody, so I don't really count him. But other ones, it's like, I think there was some... And I'm not saying that that's bad at all to keep them alive. It's not. And like I said, having the Arkham and then having them in your arsenal to use if you were going to come back. But even the production of Batman and Robin said this, like I said, I I give, I do give Joel Schumacher for taking responsibility. If you're saying I allowed this, it was trash. It was my fault. But all of the actors who were like, I knew some shit was up. I knew this wasn't that great. I they didn't give this time to breathe. They didn't give us enough gap between the other ones. And I was and I just, it's nice when you hear because we say that all the time as comic book people and movie lovers were like, no, let these characters go away. For, I think that's kind of what not to get into an argument with people or anything, because I know Star Wars people, but it's like I think that was kind of their problem was you have so much about this one thing and you're not giving us enough time to get away from it and away from this world for us to have it come back and go, Oh, I really love that. Like, let's go back and, and revisit that shit. And all of these actors were saying that they were like, I don't, they, they went so fast and went cram more Batman down people's throats. Let's get into this movie. Let's start making it. Let's go, 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 go that right. people didn't have enough time to go. I miss Batman and I want to see Batman and Robin. And it, in not that it's nice to, that it was terrible but it, when you hear actors and people in production saying things that you feel as a fan also I can respect that I can and so that's what I mean like that I do feel bad for the people on this production because they were all saying the same things it was just like this was dictated by companies and sponsorships and toy making and it's right and I totally forgot about the nipple thing. I totally forgot that people were so upset about the nipples on the on the suits. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was a big controversy, wasn't it? People were going ballistic yep. about that. No, it was also
1: going for ass. It was going for boobs. It was going for... That's
0: what I mean. You get mad at Tim Burton.
1: <laughs> right. <You> know, Over-sexualizing <laughs> rubber. <laughs>
0: yeah. We're, we're throwing nips on things. And we're showing. I need to get that as a teacher. Putting nips on things. <laughs> for real, though. And then, but, and then you have dialogue that say like slippery when wet, we're having some strange lady auction where then I'm like, it's kind of this supposed to be this charity thing, which I understand, but then I'm like, you're kind of insinuating some weird stuff here. And then I'm like, but we're getting mad at Tim Burton for being over-sexualized. Right. I guess, I guess it's okay. As long as they're not wearing pleather, as long as they're right. not wearing pleather, we can um, be as sexual as we want. I don't know. It was, it's, I don't, it's strange. It is.
1: Just letting everybody know, please don't be disrespectful in the chat especially when you want to ask a question about something that's not the yeah
0: it's so, I don't get it I'm okay if I don't.
1: Yeah I'm, I know I mean, I'm just saying
0: that. That's, that you shouldn't do that that's rude
1: I actually put them in timeout for 5 minutes so that's strike 1 you get 3 strikes with me oh, So that's, just that's
0: like yep yeah, that's a good way to be I just honestly I'm not right. yeah uh, I don't get I work in a Yeah I
1: don't Okay right
0: <laughs> god the things um, Right.
1: So, Derpy asked this question: When are you going to see the new be- uh, film? Though I know you already saw the film. No, because no, you you no, no. didn't.
0: I, no, I get. I get, to go didn't? I get to, yeah, I get to go. I'm. See, I'm like okay. up and down and getting all excited. That's when I realized I'm being. Ridiculous. You suck though, because you
1: actually go to the fan thing.
0: I got and really I'm, lucky. I got super lucky because my friend's wife works at the IMAX near us and they were like hey they're having a fan event but I didn't see the message and I was like oh shit and so then I get to work and he was like hey did you get my text about that and I was like what and then I look and I was like oh my god and he was like there's one seat left so you have to get it if you're going to get it and I was like no tell her to tell her to get it tell her to get it and so I got the last <laughs> seat to the fan event at the IMAX on um, awesome for- yeah, and I'm super pumped about it. I'm I'm super excited. I think that I, I think they have some member. There's like a, a a grab bag. I think they're doing or something. That I wanted. I'm really excited for that. But cool. I'm really excited for this man ba- for the Batman. I really am. I am too.
1: I have a lot of new Batman stuff that I ha- that I got and things like that. But as for me, I'm gonna be going probably on a Tuesday night because it's Five Dollar Tuesdays over at my theater. And also two, <laughs> yeah. So that's one thing I'm doing. Also two we don't have no advanced screenings or anything like that in my area because I actually live in the south, So therefore I don't get any of this other cool stuff that everybody else is beginning to do. So
0: well, I didn't know things like this existed. I, I, what I think is shitty because well, like, I, I thought it was
1: cool for them to do that for where you live at, because I never heard of them doing that in that state before.
0: So I I'm, thought that was awesome. Yeah. I've never heard of anything like this either. I thought it was because she worked there. I thought it was for the employees. And then I was like, is this like allowed for me to be there? Am I going to essentially, am I going to have to, wear a bow tie and pretend to be somebody who works at the theater. Like that's what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> and then I was, they were like, no, it's like a thing. I was like, Oh shit. Okay. Awesome. Cool. So I'm allowed to be there. And they're like, yeah, it's a, that was cool. But I don't, I miss when things actually came out at midnight. There, there was so, it was so fun. And then it's like, I, you know, that I, I work midnight. So since I started at the plant, I've been there for 10 years and I can't really see things at midnight and I can't go to the premieres as much anymore. Cause I work on Thursday into Friday night. So I can't really see things unless I take off work for it. But I miss going to like an actual premiere, not Thursday at 10 PM. Not oh. like I miss that. I miss the midnight
1: showings. To be yeah. Honest.
0: It was super fun. And you were with your people. And yeah. And that's why when I found out that this was like a fan event, I was even more excited. Cause I was like, oh my God, like, even though I'm going alone, I'm like, I was like, my people, <laughs> Day and other <laughs> right. people on hand people and we're all going to be together. We're all going to see this three days early, two days early, whatever it is. And I'm like, this is awesome. But yeah, no, I'm kind of sick of this. Oh, the early showing on Thursday and this and that, and yeah. And I'm like, oh, come on, man. And it's like this one, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked about. I'm, like pu- a- I'm
1: pumped. I'm pumped yeah. for this one. To be honest with you.
0: Oh, and I'm so pumped. I'm like, let's do, do it. Do me a
1: favor, though. This is something that I'm interested in knowing. If they, if, you, if you can actually, if there's like an embargo or something like that, to where you can't talk about it for a fan yeah. event. I know that right now the embargo I believed already lifted for critics. Now oh, did too, it? because I believe so because Jeremy John's already posted a review up. And also Christian Harloff did. So therefore the embargo is already lifted. So that goes to my question.
0: That's, but, that's what I got worried about. Well, my buddy came up to me and he was like, Hey, uh, make sure you don't put anything out to her. And I was like, Oh no, like I know the game. Like <laughs> I, I'm, right. I'm surprised that you, even I, know that." but I know not to talk about things until you can. I was like, I'm just grateful because now I can record and have it ready to go for the premiere day. And that way I can, I'm of course, I'm going to go back on the premiere night. I'm I'm going to try with mom and I can enjoy it then. Even though, I mean, of course I'm going to enjoy it at the fan event, but it's like, I'm definitely going to have my YouTuber senses on. So now when I Bye. can go back and rewatch, it, I'm going to be like, okay, now I can just relax and be like, the Batman's back. And I, that, I'm just going to say the old school muscle car. I'm, I love it. I love it.
1: You're one I'm Batman. So- here we go.
0: <laughs> Bye. Oh, I'm stoked. And that, that was, too. when they announced it and people were so upset about Robert Pattinson, I was like, if you only know that Vim from Twilight, like I kind of get it, but one, put some respect on Cider Diggory's name. Second,
1: uh, I'll be honest with you for a minute here. I was actually one of oh, okay. Sorry about that, JW. I did not know that. I wasn't trying oh. to just an insider joke. Oh, I'm I apologize, man. I did not mean to Oh my do that
0: god, Josh Root. Oh my god, Josh, that is so that I
1: <laughs> I am so sorry, dude. I did not know uh, I apologize. <laughs> my deepest apologize, no, man.
0: No, you're fine. You're fine. I appreciate it. That's a good way. No, to no it. problem. No, people would always think that was great. I didn't realize what it said. Okay. Keep going. Oh my God. <laughs> but. <laughs> no, we didn't share it because I didn't have the capacity in my brain to. Oh my God. Is so funny. <laughs> But yeah, no, Robert Pattinson, he's just been doing great stuff. I can see where there's been, where people were like, what the fuck? I totally... I'll be honest with you.
1: I was one of those people at first, but then I was like, you know what, there's gotta be a reason somewhere why that they chose him to be Batman and Bruce. So, I started doing some digging. I started watching every smooth... uh, Yeah, I know, I'm smooth. Yep. (laughs) You never know what kind of people you actually have on here or anything like that, so I had no idea that either, so I was just trying to be respectful to my guests and everything, too. So, oh, you yeah, no, don't give a yeah. shit. And,
0: and I, it, I, it, I appreciate that, because if okay. somebody was, that's still the right thing to do.
1: Right. So, so yeah. Uh, but, no, But here's the thing. With Robert Patterson, though, I was thinking, there's gotta be a reason why, right? There has to be a reason why they chose him. So, I started w- looking at his filmographies of independent stuff that he's done to improve himself. So, oh, I'm like, okay, great. these other movies didn't do it for me. Okay, let me try... A lighthouse let me try the devil all the time let me try uh the rover let me tr- and those three movies right there alone sold lighthouse. me as robert pattison
0: yeah no yeah lighthouse is great uh and, and that's what i mean like he's been he's really been trying really hard since all the all, being a part of those big franchises and i got away from watching like independent film for a minute and then i got back to it and then i was like man he's really killing it and then they announced him as batman and i was like oh he's going to be great. I was like, he's going to be great. He is. And I was kind of shocked that he agreed to come back to a major, I mean, but who wouldn't want to play Batman? You know, like I am sure that would be super fun as an actor to be like, especially he's around our our age. You know what I mean? He's probably like, "I, I fucking love this character. Of course, I'd love to play him, but also what comes with that is a lot, but he's also used to that. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm kind of shocked that you, after, you you hated being so in the spotlight with these major franchises before. I'm kind of shocked that you agreed to this one. But at the same time, it's like, like I said, who wouldn't want to be Batman? And I do think he's gonna be great. And when that first trailer came out and he was beating the brakes off people, I was like, thank you. Thank you. And and Mob Boss Penguin is all I've wanted. All I want is Mob Boss Penguin. So I'm super stoked for that. I love Danny DeVito Penguin. I love weird creepy penguin, but Mob Boss Penguin is something I've been wanting to see on the screen for a long time and i'm real excited for that i'm real pumped for it
1: but uh i'm gonna no matter of fact i'm actually gonna be trying to do like a five reasons why to be excited for the batman which i might try and do over the weekend or something like that so i don't want to steal my own thunder on it but abby i mean it's been an honor to have you on the show and everything
0: it's been I, i really do i i'm so appreciative of you even having me on like I truly have no idea what I'm doing. I just have so much fun talking about stuff and I, 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 I love your content. I think you're great at it. You're very welcoming. You're very supportive. And I just appreciate that too. And I'm like, I really do. I really appreciate this. Like all week long, I was so nervous at work and my buddy's like, you're going to be, it's fine. I mean, I was like, yeah, what if I do this? And what if I screw up? And then earlier when I got up, I was like, the streamer is not going to work. I'm going to have a panic attack. (laughs) And then I'm just like, I was like, everybody's going to hate me. And then I'm like, Oh my God, whatever. And then it's, it was, I'm super honored and I had a really good time doing this and I really appreciate you being accommodating to my crazy schedule and my work being asshole. You're welcome anytime. (laughs) Like I said,
1: if, like I said this, if, if you see me on here, and everything going ahead and message me hey look i have five minutes out of my day and everything i'll cater five minutes out of your day and your schedule to talk about something and then you can just pop out oh no, I, yeah that's all
0: awesome. i really and, appreciate it like i said this is the first but, time that i've used this with somebody else so it's like you're also right. helping me like learn how to do things so i really appreciate I'll tell you what it.
1: this is i, I love stream yards because it gives me a chance to talk to my audience and to have, have, grow a community with my audience
0: Right, because yep. I
1: love interacting with my fan base and everything, stuff like that that's the too.
0: Part. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's that's the best part. Is intera- I, I I love I love when I can interact with the people that are on my stuff. It's the funnest. It's the best. And then well, you another just, thing, appreciate it.
1: You're very welcome. And another thing I want to mention is this too. Um, I do review indie movies and everything too. And matter of fact, I actually did a lot of indie projects for the indie shorts film festival, which were Oh, part yeah. of the academy awards
0: yeah yeah no, congrats and everything on that, that thank was you awesome. appreciate I was, that when you thank messaged you. me that i was like oh my god that is huge that is a big deal yeah i, I did not that.
1: expect that i was expecting that at like a thousand or two thousand not where no, i was that, at
0: but that's that's amazing like, and that's awesome it and is that, that's really really cool and you that's something to be very proud of for sure
1: I be, to be honest with you, Derpy, I want to say this. you probably are allowed to talk about the movie after you watch it because since the embargo has lifted, and that also shows confidence in w b though as a whole because if if it's three days before or two days or maybe one day before the embargo lifts, that's red flags. yeah but like we, they,
0: right. we could like react to it and be like, oh my God, it was crazy, but we couldn't go on and go like, here's exactly what happened beat for beat right. like then you'd get then you might get hit with getting like getting in some trouble but thank you so much yeah
1: thank you derby i do appreciate you subbing that means so much to me it means that i'm actually doing something right i do appreciate that also too if you want to go in and subscribe to our audio only podcast as well because i have over 500 and something episodes that i did do so awesome
0: though and thanks uh, and and it is it's a ton of work and but when you love it it's like like doing this brings me joy. It really does, and that's why I appreciate the fact that you let me come on. And like, I, when okay. I started this, I really thought like nobody's going to want to work with me, and they're going to think I'm a lunatic. <laughs> so I really here's the thing: it. I'm am really from
1: Boston. I'm used to the way that you're actually talk, the way you talk, the the rambling. I'm I'm fine
0: with it. The second so. you said that, I was like, these are my people. <laughs> I was like, yep. he understands me. I was like, yeah. The second he yep. was like, I'm from Boston, I was like, perfect, perfect. Maybe wearing
1: a Yankees. Thing on there, which i don't hold anything against you. I wasn't.
0: So. I thought that I did. No, no, I, was like, okay. I shouldn't wear the Yankees hat. No, but you're good. I I but my Carhartt and my UAW one we were in the wash, and I was like, "And this was nah. my dad's." Like, and I, but it's the greatest hat I, I found it in. The it just goes to show
1: you, Boston Red Sox fans and Yankees fans can coexist. But so. it's
0: funny because I'm not a Yankees fan. This was a hat that was left in a closet, oh, and then okay. was like, oh my god, no, yeah, I, gotcha. I stick to my shitty teams <laughs> that aren't going anywhere. <laughs> Dang, that's okay. Us and now he's winning Super Bowls. And then we have the Tigers that people claim are going to do well. And I doubt it. So
1: that's but our anyway,
0: Michigan. So thank we, you, JW.
1: Thank you so much. Even though I put you in a five minute timeout without even meaning to. That oh, means it's okay. to me. you thank you for subbing.
0: Thank you um, for coming and watching. I appreciate it. Oh my God. That is fine. Fu- thank you. I appreciate it. And like I said, he won't hold it against you. he's But
1: fine. I know he's fine. But anyways, where can everybody follow you at and everything if they want to go ahead and follow you on your socials and all that other good stuff?
0: Oh, you can follow me on Twitter at Motor City Nerds. My YouTube is Motor City Nerds. And my, my Instagram is the, the Abby Anarchy, all spelled normal, all spelled fine. Also, that comes from my space days. People think that's my real last name. So before you think I'm a weirdo. That's why it's Abby Anarchy, but that's it on Instagram. But normally I'm on YouTube and Twitter and the most, and that's just under Motor City Nerds.
1: Okay. Well, damn, that actually sounds like a badass last name, but that was actually your last name. So that's actually oh, pretty
0: cool. I went to school and thought that was my real name. Like a girl came up to me, my 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 schedule in high school was messed up, and she came up to me and she was like, Why are you down here? And I was like, Oh, well, it says I'm not on this class, it's whatever. And she goes, Yeah, and you're writing the beginning of the alphabet. And I was like, What? And then she was like, Because my last name starts with an M, and she was like, Yeah, Anarchy. And I was like, oh, my God, people think this is my name. I was like, people think this is my name. And then people couldn't find me on Facebook because they were like, I couldn't find Abby Anarchy. And I was like, oh, my God, people think it's my name. They think that's my real name. So I just had to run with it. Right. And now I'm almost hitting 30, and it's kind of embarrassing. But here we are. Right. So, yeah. Well, and thank you again for having me on. Welcome. I really appreciate it.
1: Anytime. You're very welcome. And, of course, guys, I'm actually uploading all of our Dexter after shows from a couple of, like, last month or so with Dexter New Blood. Yeah, I know the ending was eh, but... Here's the thing. If you're wanting a good sh- after show that Charlie and I did, we actually did it. Um, we did episode by episode, breaking everything down. So if you guys want a good episode, where I'm actually editing the videos and everything. I've already got six of the ep- uh, six out of the ten episodes done. I already finished with the seventh ep- episode editing with that one. I have three more to go before I'm actually done editing every single one of the ten episodes of Dexter New Blood. So you guys can also find the episode that I just released today for Dexter New Blood in the playlist in the Dexter New Blood section. because I actually have stuff uh, organized for that. But if you guys want to, go ahead and join us tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, o'clock 9 o'clock Eastern Time, as we have another show coming on. And I'm going to be reviewing Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the brand new one. I know that Derpy will be pre- wondering why am I reviewing that movie because of the fact that it is a massacre. But I do need to talk about bad movies. Because that's a job of what I... Because it's what I do.
0: That's Sometimes we have to talk really about quickly. things that we don't really want to talk about. And so
1: right. what it happens. So I actually have an independent uh, author. And he's going to be on here with me. He's a diehard Texas Chainsaw Massacre fan. He's also the person who wrote uh, the play of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So he actually wrote a musical about, musical about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And we're also giving away a Texas cha- Digital copy of the... Uh, Texas fame Massacre as well so we're going to have him on there and we're also going to have Western Reviews Podcast he was on there with me for Halloween Kills Wednesday night, 8 o'clock Time, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, Charlie will be back on the show with me we're going to be doing our best and worst films of 2021, yes I know I'm late but a movie reviewer is never late nor is he early, he arrives just as it means to so that's what I- that's how you guys can go in and find that. But if you guys want to, you guys don't have to, but if you want to show us some love, all you have to do is go ahead, go to gofundme.com forward slash movie lovers podcast, donate five to $10 over there. But if you don't have to, just smash that like button, smash that subscribe button, smash that share button, allow you guys to know when we have something new coming on by smashing that bell in the bottom right-hand corner. Of course, I also, teamed up with, I also teamed up with Two Blur Girls Podcast to actually do a, f- a little charity with Children of St. Jude's Hospital, this is actually the last day that we're doing it, so get yourself a Sensi. The links, that everything I said, because you always don't have to worry about remembering everything I told you. Everything's in the description below because I know everybody has an attention span of a goldfish, so therefore you guys can go on ahead and click on the links as I told you. So, and of course, if you want to go on ahead, follow me underneath Movie Lovers Unit on Twitter, Movie Lovers Unit uh, zero on TikTok. Then movie lovers, TV lovers night on Facebook underneath the same brand name on Instagram and on Pinterest as well. If you want to get an audio only podcast version of this show and many shows that we do here, you guys can get that where we guys get your major podcasts from, but also to rate us on Apple podcasts and on Go on uh, Spotify as well, because that actually gives people a chance to actually find us also to download good pods. Good pods is basically the social networking for, for people that love listening to podcasts. And also if you're a podcaster yourself, you can listen to individual episodes rate individual episodes and also comment on individual episodes and we'll talk back to you so it gives me a chance oh, to actually interact with you it. yeah good pods is definitely the great to be honest with you yeah, i prefer good pods when you
0: said that i'm like oh what is this? i'm like yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> good pods is actually fun i mean you can also give us a tip you can also tip on on oh, that app though too
0: nice so, no, yeah. well i'm on the assembly line so like i said anything i can listen to i'm like yeah Cool, you fine. have plenty of stuff to,
1: you have plenty of content to bench. I'm oh, just going to cool, tell cool, you that.
0: Cool, cool. And what time <laughs> you is your like chainsaw thing? O'clock,
1: yeah, no, same time as this one, nine o'clock Eastern.
0: Cool, so. cool, cool. I think I'm going to be so. tuning in for that one for sure.
1: And J W says she says that now, but she's a lit and girls hair on fire at school because the girl and Robin was better than Batman.
0: Shut up! That didn't happen. That did not take place. That didn't. I don't happen. know.
1: Your last name was I'm Anarchy, you know. I'm using now, oh
0: my God, stop it! That didn't happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. it
1: didn't happen. Okay, or it did. <laughs> That's oh what somebody God. would say that they didn't do it. But I anyways. Didn't- <laughs> But also too, if you're a sponsor, would like to be on the show, just go ahead and reach out to me at tonight at gmail.com. And thank you again. I do appreciate it, Abby. It's been a pleasure. It's been real. It's been fun. Stay safe, everybody. We'll be back here tomorrow night and have a good night.